Welcome to the P's and Q's podcast. I'm your host, Quinae Foray, and I'm living my best life. And I want to help you live your best life. In this podcast, we'll be talking all things spirituality, health, wealth, and love. Whether you're facing a difficult situation, pursuing a big dream, or simply looking for a bit of inspiration and guidance, this podcast is for you. Let's get into it. Welcome to the P's and Q's podcast. I'm your host, Quinae Foray, and I'm living my best life. And I want to help you live your best life. On today's episode, I am so thrilled and honored to have a special guest in the studio with me virtually. Her name is Abele Chize. Hi, Abele. Hi. Hi, Queenie. So great to see you. What a love and what a light she is. Abele was born in Nigeria, moved to the U.S. at 16 and started writing at the age of nine years old. <laughs> wow. Yes. And she's published several books, including How to Slay in Life, a book mm-hmm. of proverbial wisdom, which we mm-hmm. all need. And her latest release, Aquarian Dawn, is her yes. debut novel. Congratulations. Thank you. Ooh, Thank look you. at this cover. What a beautiful, beautiful book. Thank wow. you. It's my baby. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get into digging deep with Ebele's story, let's do our fun facts. And today I'm going to do it a little bit differently. I'm going to give you some rapid fire, this or that, and you just tell me what it is. So, Android or iPhone? iPhone. All right. The beach (laughs) or the mountains? The beach. Dogs or cats? Cats. I love cats. (laughs) Bread or pasta? Pasta. Pasta. (laughs) Uh, Broccoli or salad? Broccoli. Mm. Broccoli. Stickers or Twix? Stickers. Okay. (laughs) Flying or train on a train ride? Flying. I love to fly. Flying. Yeah. (laughs) And trying to think of another cool one. I just got those off the top of my head. Gold or silver? Silver. Silver. Sweet. Tell us a bit about your debut novel. Sure. So Aquarian Dawn is a coming of age story about uh, a girl from West Africa who relocates to the United States with her mother back in the 1960s and encounters the civil rights movement, the counterculture, and is inspired by all the things that are going on in the U.S. during that time. And she takes all the knowledge that she gets from it and goes back to her fictional African country and becomes an activist. What inspired you to to write this story? It is a fiction story. Sure. Most fiction stories are rooted in some reality. So Very true. Very true. Well, back in the 60s, I had uh, a number of relatives that were in the U.S. during that time. They were very young. They were going to college. And I was always very fascinated by their experiences in the U.S. during that time period, because as we know, during the 60s and 70s, a lot was happening. <laughs> a lot of yeah. movements. Uh, uh, young people were questioning authority. It was just so much going on. So I was very curious about what my relatives went through, what my dad went through, what my aunt went through during that time period. So that was really the beginning of the process of writing this fictional story. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Did you talk to your relatives and get information from them? I did definitely talk to my dad. 
uh, especially and got some information from him. And I did a lot of research and watched movies that were set during that time period. And, um, and I've always been drawn to the music as well. I love the music of the 60s and the 70s, the Temptations. Um, yes. The sounds of, you know, it was just a different time, you know, the Beatles. And <laughs> I'm just an old school, old soul type of person. So it was a lot of fun doing that kind of research and going into that world in that time period and creating this fictional character, Ada, and just having her go through this journey. And it has, uh, it has love, it has romance, it has um, family dynamics, it has uh, civil war, because mm. uh, Ada is from a fictional African country, and during that time, she's also, they're also experiencing civil war back then. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a great story. You guys yeah. can read the link in the description to get your copy of Aquarian yes. Dawn. I want to know more about your book, How to Slay in sure. Life. How to Slay Life is basically a self-help book based on Nigerian proverbs. Mm. So I grew up in Nigeria. I'm from the Igbo tribe, I-G-B-O. That's my tribe. Those are my people. Nice. And um, growing up, <laughs> I'm very, I grew up very familiar with the proverbs and the sayings and the wisdoms from the elders. So I had this idea to put it in a book in a way that people can relate to it in this generation and in this culture. And, yeah. you know, make it, you know, like a fun how to, how to slay, how to navigate through life, you know, yes. <laughs> bringing the wisdom of the ancestors, but making it very relatable. So I love that. Can you give yeah. us an example of one of your favorite proverbs? My favorite book? proverbs. So there's one that says that what a, a short person can see standing on something high Mm-hmm. A tall person can see just looking up. Oh. <laughs> so, <Ooh>. yeah. <laughs> Which is so, true. And yeah. what, what is the meaning of that one to you? So the thing with, yeah, to me, right. So Proverbs have different meanings for different people. It's all personal. So I, yes. I, I see, like, um, it's, it's okay to get, to get help. It's okay to get support. If you're short, quote-unquote, if you have limited ideas or limited resources or limited whatever it is it's okay to stand on something to get that support so you can reach your goals you know oh i love that yeah that is so. that's a good one i think uh yeah so that's my interpretation of that one i love that thank you i think it gives people the permission to be okay with not knowing everything and be okay exactly. with asking asking exactly for help exactly asking for help doing your research seeking knowledge you know accepting your limitations and you know tell me a little bit about how spirituality and higher consciousness plays a part in transforming ourselves in society you know me and you this is Mm -hmm. our favorite this is our favorite thing yeah yeah no it's it's extremely important i feel like you know, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Um, and I feel like a lot of the root causes of problems in society is a lack of connection to self, which is our true self, right? Our yeah. true self, which is connected to source energy, to God, to the creator. And that self is beautiful. It's wonderful. It's full of joy. It's abundance. It's everything that is glorious right but when we look 
touch of that, we have the problems that we have today, right? In, in many parts of society, we have violence, we have disconnection, we have lack, we have fear, we have anxiety. So I feel like it's so important for us as humans to remember who we are and to connect to that part of ourselves, you know? Yes. It's very essential. It is very essential. Yeah. Uh, we talk about that a lot here on the P's and Q's podcast, remembering mm-hmm. who we are and honoring that space as we walk through this human experience. What advice would you give to someone who's experiencing that dense level of energy and maybe needs to rekindle their connection with their truest selves? What would you what would you tell them to do? Well, I can only speak for me, what works for me and people that I know. Yes. <laughs> different. I find that spending time in nature works for me. I love water. So I love going to the ocean or going by a river or lake. And even yeah. when I don't have access to, those, to the water, I just try to soak myself in a tub, in a bathtub <laughs> and mm-hmm. just relax in that. I'm going to go a little bit deep here, if you don't mind. Oh, <laughs> because... honey, this is where we live. Let's, go. Let's dive deep, right? Let's dive Let's in. Go. <laughs> so because, you know, we all come from like the womb and in the womb, it's like it's water, right? So that's, yes. I feel like that's our place of safety and, and comfort. So for me, connecting to water is very important. Drinking water. I mean, not to be extra or anything, but I have a bottle of water next to me right now. I try to drink a lot of water. And that helps me to stay connected, attuned uh, spiritually. And of course, in the meditation, I do my prayers, affirmations, and things like that. So it's different for everyone. I think those are great foundational principles, though. We talk about this all the time here, going Mm -hmm. into nature. Literally, listening to you is like, oh, literally, going into nature. It's essential. Oh, my God. Because it's so noisy out there. (laughs) Go ahead. Right. We need to silence the noise. Mm -hmm. Yes. To be able to really clearly Mm -hmm. connect with our truest selves. The ocean for me is a big place for that. And it's so interesting you said that because I literally say that it's like the womb. It's like the womb Mm -hmm. of the earth. Mm -hmm. And it's my place I go for healing when I feel like. You know, those dense energies creeping into me, that's where my soul calls me to go. Yeah, same here. Same here. And in my novel, you know, the the main character, Ada, she goes to the water sources as well for (laughs) to meditate and reflect. A lot of water themes in this novel. It was nice to explore that, you know, the importance of nature. Not just water, but just nature in general. She communicates with nature. Nature communicates with her. I mean, it's a, it's a very deep story. <laughs> oh, I love this. You know, I, I really go into it. Yeah, it was fun. All her guides that. to lead her. <laughs> yes, yes. And that's what makes her a very interesting character, a very dynamic uh, character in the novel, and a very powerful woman. By the end of the novel, she becomes who she's meant to be, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. And as a writer, you're pulling from different parts of your life. She sounds like she's like a lot like you. 
Well, there are similarities, but the storyline is definitely like her journey is not my journey. I wish. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's life is like, you know, in the story, she's really, she goes through a lot, like good and bad, but she has a lot of adventure and my life is not like that. I'm a pretty simple person. <laughs> I'm a homebody. <laughs> but, you know, but with that being said, there are definitely aspects of my personality in the character. Because that's normal. When you write, you pull from within you. You pull from your experiences. So it's a normal thing that writers experience, for sure. But it's not autobiographical at all. It's, it's definitely a fictional character, a fictional story. Um, there are some similarities, but I'm not Ada, and Ada is not me. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. Just put it out there. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. for anybody listening who is a writer, obviously we hear a lot about what writers go through as you guys pull from all of these places within yourselves to give us these beautiful works of art and the challenges along the way. How do you get yourself out of writer's block or whatever that word is that you'd use to describe when you run into a challenge as you're trying to birth this story? Honestly, I don't pressure myself, you know? Yeah. When I experience that writer's block, I just take it as a sign to stop what I'm doing and do something else. Mm. And I think what, yeah, I think a lot of times we pressure ourselves and when you put all this pressure on yourself, that's when you have the anxiety and that's when you feel the blockages. So yes. sometimes when I'm writing, I'm, I, I stop and I feel like, okay, I don't know what else to say. And I just respect that. And I keep my laptop away and I do something else. So fortunately for me, I'm a multifaceted artist. So I also crochet. I make, I make bikinis. I have a bikini line. I make jewelry. Mm-hmm. So I do other forms of art to keep me yeah. occupied. Oh. Um, or I read a novel, I read a book, or, you know. And then when the inspiration comes again, I get back to my writing. You'll be ready um, for it. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe that the path of writing should be stressful. Um, that's just me. I don't believe that I should have to release 10 books in one year. I, no. It could take a, um, 10 years to write one book. I've seen that happen. And that's okay. That's the process for you as the writer, as the artist. You know, I don't go by conventional <laughs> thinking when it comes to that. And I think that's made me a lot more relaxed with the process. And, you know, it just I feel yeah. more inspired in the process. I love that. I feel like yeah. that's a good life lesson, not even just for writers, just for people yeah. in general to give themselves that grace. Yeah, I used to be hard on myself. I used to feel like, oh man, I need to get this done by in three months, in six months, oh my gosh. And and I past couple of years, I learned to just, <laughs> girl, just let it go. <laughs> yes, to keep one day at a time. That. Yeah, it's, why not? Life her. is too short. Mm. Yeah, to create additional worry and stress. Exactly. And I, I, for me, I like how you met, you've mentioned in the past too about art and spirituality, creativity yeah. and its connection to spirituality. And for me, yeah. writing is such a spiritual process as well that yes. any blockage I'm feeling, I pay attention to it. You know, mm-hmm. does that make sense? I, I'm not just writing just to write. It's a mission for me. It's a calling for me. So mm-hmm. I listen to my body, my mind, what's going on within me. I 
pay attention to what I'm putting out there in the universe. So I take it very seriously. You know what I mean? Like it's a yes, yeah, you're it's very a, it's intentional. A, intentional. Thank you. I'm very intentional with it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it so comes through no on pressure. all the pages, all that love and energy and intention yeah. straight into the book. You guys mm-hmm. definitely got to make sure you get this book. I just love your energy so <laughs> much. You so much. Smile, you guys, she's just beaming with light. I feel it. I am vibrating from it. So, oh, likewise. I thank you. Thank you, Abele, for coming here to talk thank to you us so on this podcast. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for inviting me. I love what you're doing. Keep doing it. It's wonderful. And I pray it it just gets better and better and reaches the whole world. (laughs) Thank you, my love. Thank you so much. Can you tell the people where they can connect with you? Sure. So you can find me on Instagram, ebycreations underscore. And you can also find me on Instagram, like my bikini line, <laughs> EBY Creations with a Z. And on Facebook, EBY Creations. Tick, um, TikTok, EBY Creations. <laughs> Twitter, same thing, EBY Creations. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And I'll put the mm-hmm. links in the description below as well. Please, you all, make sure you go and connect. Make a beautiful connection, support, get this book. It's incredible. Thank you. And it's also um, been nominated. Well, actually, it's a finalist for the Ford Books Indie Books Award. The Ford Indie Books Award. So it's a finalist. So it's so exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That's so So exciting. It's it's, it's wonderful. Yes. I'm so happy about that. You deserve it. Thank you so much. You deserve it. And, um, For all of you out there, you know I love you. Q loves you so much. I appreciate you all for tuning in and being here. And we will catch up next week. Thank you so much for being here. P's and Q's podcast is more than just a podcast. It's a community of conscious beings who are journeying through this life with the intention to love, grow, and shine. So if you're ready to live a life filled with confidence, joy, and purpose, then hit that subscribe button and join us every Monday. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching, DM me the word joy on my Instagram at Quinay Foray.